Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the world famous Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program. Live. It is the big broadcast. We are live coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio today. AMFM247.com, ChickyJaguar.com. Welcome back to it. Thanks for being part of the big program. 50 plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world. And you can get in touch with us online at J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-U-A-R.com from the KJAG Radio Studios in downtown Hutchison, Kansas. 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, and 1 P.M. Mountain Standard, and 24-7 at J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-U-A-R.com on the TuneIn apps. Of course, our own app is available in both the app stores. On-demand podcasts are available via iHeartRadio. Live videos on Twitch, Periscope, and Facebook, and of course, selected editions will be at amfm247.com. 50-plus AMFM stations in the big network, including KFRK in Denver. Follow us on social media and find our daily videos on YouTube, cross-posted to Rumble, and broadcasting live on Roku via the AMFM 24-7 network each and every week and the Jiggy Jaguar radio broadcast is brought to you by our fabulous, fabulous friends. It's a brand new Kickstarter campaign over there. It's Lavina Cafe. That's right. It's a cafe with interesting creation story. Coffee, cakes, and poems are available at kickstarter.com. That's K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Montebello, New York's favorite new restaurant comes to you today at K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. It is a fabulous, fabulous campaign. These folks are trying to get some incredible money going. They want to promote the project. They are looking to launch the project, and it is absolutely absolutely amazing go over to k-i-c-k-s-t-a-r-t-e-r.com search lavina cafe it's got an interesting creation story we want to tell you all about it but we want you to go over and check them out today they need some of your hot earned money they're making a cafe feel real over there in an organic way sharing through coffee a life-changing cafe that's what Lavina is going to be doing. And they've got more information over Good there. Good old Lavina well. Cafe. There it is. We don't care about Lavina's Cafe. They've already paid us, and we've already run their ads. Okay. Welcome to it. It is the big broadcast. We are live coast to coast in Boulder, Boulder. Nation to nation, if you're Marlin. Is he still working at the shoe store? Is that what's going on over there? Oh, so Marlon, the international radio host, who's working at the shoe store. I think he's working at the shoe store still, kids. Get a hold of us online at J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R dot com. That is the best spot to see what we are up to. Go over there and say hello to us. Lots of things happening. Lots of things going on. So... 
Larry Tracy will join us this hour. We also have another guest that we will talk to in this hour as well, I believe. But for that, we are going to go to our, uh, we're going to go to a pre-tape interview that I did with a gentleman by the name of Robert Wilbur, not to be confused with Mr. Ed. He makes that reference during this interview, which I find awesome. (laughs) So we are going to go to Robert Wilbur. And then we will get to Larry Tracy. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live coast to coast, border to border on iHeartRadio today. Also, AMFM247.com. Tune in, iTunes, and of course, 50 plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world. And we have got a great guest joining us today here on our big, big program. We will get to our guest here in just a few seconds. If you want to find us online, it is J I G G Y J G U A R dot com. And of course, you can find us on a uh, social media all over the damn place and uh we have got a great guest uh, to kick off our broadcast day here bob wilbur is with us he is fantastic he is uh, i love his email signature he says he's an author a blogger and a communicator which i would think that a communicator would be a blogger and an author but uh either way uh bob welcome to the big broadcast how are you my friend I'm great. It's it's great to be with you, and uh, great to talk to someone down there in the great state of Kansas. The great state of Kansas. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I don't often refer to it as the great state of Kansas, but that is that is fantastic that you do, my friend. Oh, yeah. I, I, uh, I lived in Topeka for about a year and a half when I was the general manager of Heartland Park, the racetrack there. That's awesome. And I, that's and awesome. I also knew all the Kansas City, Kansas side suburbs because I was the general manager of the Kansas City Attack indoor soccer franchise. And That's awesome. Sold a, lot of tic- sold a lot of tickets to those people on the Kansas side. That's awesome. So you have got an incredible new project. Tell me a little bit about this. It is my second book. Uh, I didn't become an author until I was 60. I'm 66 now and I've got two books out. Um before that, I, I, I was always a writer and did a lot of sports marketing. Uh, spent 22 years as a PR guy in the NHRA drag racing world for a couple of Nitro funny car drivers. And uh, when the travel just wore me out after 22 years of doing that, I thought, time to write a book. That was my first book, my autobiography, Bats, Balls, and Burnouts, because I played baseball, I managed soccer teams, and I also was in drag racing. So Bats, Balls, and Burnouts was the title. After that was done and it was a big success, um, it, I was looking for the next challenge and chose this historical fiction genre. So I have a my book, How Far, is uh, written in the voices, first person, of two fictional characters. A baseball player from Southern California, uh, kind of a surfer dude who's just gifted with a golden arm. He's a pitcher. And a hockey player from northern Minnesota, where hockey is a way of life. Uh, Roseau, Minnesota is a real place. It's nine miles south of the Canadian border. Uh, it is 2,600 people, and they've sent dozens of players to the NHL. And 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 the Broughton brothers are from there as well. Neil, Aaron, and Paul. Neil Broughton played on the Miracle on Ice gold medal hockey team in, That's in Lake awesome. Placid. So um, 
a lot of research, but I wanted this book to be in their voices. I wanted them to be real characters people could relate to. Uh, the reviews I get that say five chapters in, I forgot you were writing this book. I thought these were real guys. That's the, <laughs> that's that's awesome. the supreme compliment right there. So um, I didn't know how well it would go over because it's so different than anything I've ever done. But uh, gosh, we were in the top 5% of all the books on Amazon the whole first month it was out. Wow. Yeah, a big surprise. So tell me a little bit about your writing style. Well, it's been all over the board. I've done just about everything, you know, in sports marketing and in PR, you're writing in a very structured, factual style, whether it's proposals or press releases. Um, so that's AP style. And, and I also write a blog that's conversational style. Uh, I did a column in the National Dragster magazine that was column feature style. And now writing a fictional book is a whole new can of worms. And um, I call them my writing muscles. I had to get some new muscles in shape to do this. But my style is make you believe in these characters, make you revel in the details. Uh, I'm all about details. You'll never catch me writing, it was a beautiful day. I, I'll tell you all about the sun and the sky and the clouds and the grass. I want you to be there. So um, that's my style. And I, I think I'm pretty well-rounded at this point. I don't know what's next. I, I think I'm ruling out murder mysteries. I've discovered that those are really hard to write. <laughs> We have got a great guest with us today. Robert Wilbur joins us here in our broadcast, talking a little bit about his latest book. So take me through your uh, your writing process to bring this book to life. The first thing I did was write two character studies. My baseball player, Brooks Bennett, and my hockey player, Eric Olson. I wanted to get to know them. Uh, so I literally spent a month just writing their stories only for me. No one else has ever seen these character studies I did. But that got them in my head. And uh, from that point forward, I kind of relied on them to steer me because it sounds really funny, but um, I didn't think I was 10 chapters in before I told my wife, I don't even feel like I'm writing this book now. It feels like Eric and Brooks are writing it. I'm just transcribing it for them because uh, they were real characters in my head. And they're very distinct guys with very distinct voices. Um, the sports part of it is obviously central to the story. But I tell people it is a it's a life book uh, told through the lens of sports. Um, these guys go through a lot of challenges, a lot of ups and downs, some incredible successes and some some real downfalls. Uh, and that's personal. And, and uh, the book is personal that you you'll get to know these guys uh, very, very well. And so far, the reaction is so good that I think a lot of people like them. That's awesome. We have got a great guest with us today. Bob Wilbur joins us here in our broadcast. He's a no stranger. He is just amazing with, with, with the sports knowledge. He's the son of Major League player Del Wilbur. He uh, has has worked in all facets of uh, sports, from marketing to you know, hell, I think all the way down to popping the popcorn at the at, at the at the at the gimmick stand. You've pretty much done it all, my friend. I drew the line at the popcorn. <laughs> so this book, incredibly well written. Uh, tell me a little bit about what kind of feedback or criticism or, or whatever you've gotten about the book. Well, it's all been great. Um, all five stars on uh, on Amazon. And um, I, I think the, the, the reaction I get from people is that almost everybody picks a favorite guy of the two characters. Uh, and it, it's about 80-20. Uh, 
Um, but I'm not going to spoil that. I, I'd let everybody make up their own mind whether they think Brooks or Eric is the more is the guy they're rooting for more. Um, but most people just say it's just totally engaging and, and absorbing. It's not a short book. You're not going to read this in one night. It's 545 pages. But um, when people say, boy, it's a long book, my answer is, well, it's really two books in one. Either one of these guys could have had a book. Um, so you're getting two books for the price of one, uh, and you get to know two really fascinating people, and, and they're fictional but fascinating families. That's awesome. The, the, the other the other part about it, which is so unique, is that it is historical fiction. So I don't have them just go have fictional careers on fictional teams. Uh, they they play at real places with real teammates in real stadiums, real arenas, um, and they're just I just get to place them in there and have them play off all of the real people or the real events that go on. So there's. Uh, they, they both go on to some greatness, make a lot of money, but there's so much drama in it. Uh, I'm, pr- I'm more proud of the drama than I am about anything else and, and making them real people. That's tremendous. So this book, incredibly well written. You put a lot of time and effort into the book. What do you want readers to take away from your writing this book? Uh, that I succeeded in removing myself from the book. Um, the, the people on Amazon who've said I'm five chapters in, and I think these are real guys. I want to go Google their stats. (laughs) Um, that's a compliment right there that you don't think this guy's a good writer. You think these are two really neat characters, uh, and, and I enjoy them and and I'm, I'm rooting for them. So, uh, I, I hear that a lot. That's, that's as good as it gets. That is awesome. We have got Bob Wilbur with us today. He joins us live here on our big program. So what's next for you as an author? I'm keeping that a little close to my my vest, but uh, I've got some plans in the work. Um, uh, I don't know if I'm going to go completely out of left field again. I mean, going from your autobiography, which was your first book, to this fictional book was a huge leap. But it was it was a great leap. It was it was like tuning up a whole bunch of new writing muscles. Um, I, I, I also am a firm believer in write what you know. So I'm probably not going to write a book about um, anything other than doesn't have some sports involved in it because I've spent my entire life in sports. Uh, very fortunate in that regard. Uh, they say you can't pick your parents and they're right. And I won the lottery because uh, my dad was my sports idol. I never got to see him play in the big leagues. I was born three years after his career ended. But he spent the rest of his life in baseball as a coach, manager, and scout. And uh, those days were great for me as a teenager, like going to spend a summer with him in Denver or Spokane or Washington, D.C. when he was a coach for the Washington Senators. Uh, And my mother was a radio personality on KMOX in St. Louis. And then then she uh, worked for the Cardinals in their front office. And finally, she opened a PR agency. So you can see where that DNA comes from. That's awesome. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big, big program. Bob Wilbur is with us talking about his latest book. Uh, this this book is incredibly well put together. Um, what are some of your goals for this book? Oh, I've reached them. <laughs> uh, it sold greater than I thought it would. And I never... I never did either of these books for sales in the publishing industry these days. Uh, you know, Amazon takes their cut, the publisher takes their cut, and you know, I get a can of beans and <laughs> get a couple bucks. Um, so it, it's not about the money, and it's it's not really about the sales. It's I wrote both books mainly for an audience of one, and that was me. 
I just wanted to do it. And uh, I know some musicians who have said the words, we've never written a song for what's popular. We, we write songs for what we like. And if people like it, that's awesome. And that's kind of how I felt about it, which was, I want to write a book I'm proud of. Uh, now I've written two of them. Uh, I decided what it was going to be about. I stretched my limits a lot. Um, and people seem to like it. And that's awesome. We've got Bob Wilbur with us today. He has got an incredible book, How Far. It explores the incredible friendship that blossoms between a baseball player from Southern California and a hockey player from Minnesota, of all places. And uh, How Far is amazing. And you can pick it up on Amazon and all the various uh, book retailers across the country. So, have you done any book signings or any type of events uh, surrounding the book? I have it for this book. I've done a couple of small things and we're arranging a couple more. Uh, the first book, which had so much drag racing in it and my blog uh, for years was on NHRA.com. So I had a ton, about 10,000 readers and, and they were all drag racing fans. So it had kind of a built in audience and that allowed me, even though I had retired from the day to day that the, the, the year it came out, I, I went to like 10 races uh, and sold books at those races through one of the vendors. Uh, got to hang out with my former team, funny car driver Tim Wilkerson, who welcomed me back into the pit and uh, did a lot of PA work. And that would just, if I got on the PA with Alan Reinhardt, who was NHRA's PA announcer, um, and explained the book and said, hey, it's for sale over at this trailer and come see me in the Wilkerson pit. By the time I got back there, there'd be 15 people in line. Uh, so that was a very smart move on my part to have the book available at the racetrack. Now, there's no racetrack for this book because it's fictional. So, um, but yeah, we're, we're doing a lot. We're doing a lot of what I'm doing right now. Um, I, my PR agency has done a fantastic job of hooking me up. I just this morning did a, a live video uh, interview with uh, a guy in Toronto. Uh, and here I am talking to you in Hutchinson. So it's, uh, it's, it's awesome. I love it. So uh, what elements did you draw upon to develop some of these main characters? Well, the baseball one was pretty easy. Um, it's not me, um, but my knowledge of the game, having played professionally and in college myself, um, gave me the basis for that. The thing is, I've uh, playing professional baseball, I, I, I knew a lot of guys from Southern California who were high draft picks. Some of them were surfers, like my character is, but they all had a certain California swagger about them, you know, and, and, and we all looked up to that. Um, so I, I draw on a lot of those uh, characteristics and make him a real person. But there's he's not me, but his personality's got a lot of me in it. Uh, for hockey, I never played the game, but I'm a huge fan. Um, and I drew on uh, the help of a lot of people. Like I said, Rozo is up almost on the Canadian border. I went there twice. I called them uh, for Uncle Sam and my taxes. I, I called them what they were, location scouting trips, because I... I didn't want to just read about Rozo and what it was like. I wanted to be there. I wanted to meet people. I wanted to meet former players. I wanted to sit in the diners. Um, I wanted to do all of that. So those two trips were just super valuable. And that character, I got a lot of help from Paul Broughton, one of the Broughton brothers who lives here in the same suburb of St. Paul that I live in. Uh, and, a, and another hockey player who played um, in, the, uh, in the minor leagues for the Ducks. Um, and they just filled me in on all those details of what it's like. And, um, you know, I knew the game well enough to, to write about the game itself, but I wanted to know what it's like 
in college in the dorm, um, you know, getting your first contract and potentially going to the Stanley Cup finals, all of that stuff I needed help with and I got some marvelous help. And that's what fleshed the book out. I mean, I really am all about the details. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. And uh, how far is the latest from our uh, from our guest? And uh, so, Bob, uh, what inspired you to put this book together? Well, after the first book, I was just looking for something different. Um, I originally considered to do my dad's biography. He, he's long gone. Um, and to do that, because he was a manager for so long and a, and a scout, and he just knows people everywhere, I really needed the help of the Minnesota Twins and the Texas Rangers to make that happen. Because he managed the Rangers for one day. He was their AAA manager, and when they fired Whitey Herzog, they named my dad the manager and told him he had the rest of the year to, to run the club. And they beat the Oakland A's that night, and when he came in the clubhouse after the game, he heard that the Rangers were introducing Billy Martin as the new manager right then. So he only got to manage one game. But um, still, you know, that all that influence on me and and all the help I got, I, I, I still couldn't write that book. It just didn't click because the Twins were wonderful. They hooked me up with everybody from Tony Oliva to Rod Carew to Jim Cott um, and Burt Blylevin uh, to get comments and stories about my dad. I don't. I've said this enough in public that I don't worry about it anymore. The Texas Rangers really disappointed me. They just didn't have time, and and there were 50 guys on that list that played for my dad when he was a manager. And I thought those stories would be priceless. And when the Rangers just said, you know, hey, we're busy here, um, I I just put the book away and I might write it someday, but it wasn't the right time to write it. Um, so I, I was looking for something else, and there was a book I read called War Day which was written by two authors who co-wrote it. And it was obviously fiction because it was about a uh, very short but very cataclysmic World War III. And these two characters, as the authors wrote it in their voices, um, took off from New York City to somehow get around America to see what's left. And it was, they alternated chapters. They were in the characters' voices, fictional characters. But I loved that. I thought, what an original approach that is. And I researched that some more, and it's not common, but it's pretty—it's rare, actually. But there are other books out there with this format, and I said, bingo, that's it. I'm going to create two characters. I'm going to write it in their voices. I'm not going to have any nuclear bombs fall, so mine's going to be a little more upbeat than War Day. But uh, that, that was my— that was the trigger. That was the, the light that went on over my head that said, this, this is it. And when, when you sit down the first day and have a hard time writing the first sentence, it's not the right thing to write. When you sit down the first day and don't want to stop, that's the book you were meant to write. <laughs> well, Bob, I really appreciate you making time for us today. Before we let you go, how do we get in touch with you online and uh, buy the book and everything else? Um, a lot of ways. Obviously, I just steer people towards Amazon because everybody's on Amazon. Um, I do have a website. It's bobwilber.net. And I will say this because people misspell my last name all the time. It's spelled W-I-L-B-E-R. Whenever I give someone my name, I emphasize that E because a lot of people want to spell it U-R. And I'm not Orville Wright's brother. And I'm not the guy who owned Mr. Ed. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> yes, right. so. Uh, you can go to bobwilber.net. Both the books, you click on one button and it takes you right to the sale pa- sales page. I, I am on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. 
and I'm on Twitter. So um, anyway, people want to get in touch with me on my website. There is a button you can click on that sends an email directly to me. I'm happy to read them. Fantastic. Well, Bob, oh, man, I, I'm happy. I'm happy to reply to him, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bob, thanks for doing this, brother. I look forward to talking to you again. Have yourself a wonderful holiday. And thanks for joining us today, my friend. You bet. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you, man. There he goes. That's Bob Wilbur. And uh, he joins us today here on our big, big program. So we are going to take a time out. And when we come back, we have got more coming up. It is the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast back here in a few moments. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy. Just one call. Tell us the deductible you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-991-7014. 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. And let Best MedCare do the work for you. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. A Jacuzzi Bath system fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. Right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom for a virtual or in-home appointment. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. 800-763-8517. How about a little jig in your DNA? This is the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Network. Jiggy Jaguar Radio Network. Jaguar Radio Network. Jaguar Radio Network. Jaguar Radio Network. 
You work hard to provide a better life for your family. The only problem is that you now have a tax bill that you can't afford to pay. The IRS is now threatening to garnish your wages and put a levy on your bank account. You can't ignore the IRS. They won't go away on their own. You need help. And you need it now. Give us a call now and we'll create a plan of action for you that we guarantee will work. Stop the harassing phone calls. Stop the threatening letters. Stop wage garnishments. Stop any bank levies. And most importantly, put an end to your tax nightmare once and for all. If you have a tax debt of $10,000 or more, call the tax pros at United Tax Fix today. Representatives are standing by to assist you. Call 800-678-7027. 800-678-7027. That's 800-678-7027. Call now. Coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio today. AMFM247.com, ChiggyJaguar.com. Welcome back to it. Thanks for being part of the big program. 50 plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world. And you can get in touch with us online at J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-U-A-R.com from the KJAG Radio Studios in downtown Hutchison, Kansas. 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, and 1 P.M. Mountain Standard, and 24-7 at J-I-G-G-Y-J-H-E-U-A-R.com on the TuneIn apps. Of course, our own app is available in both the app stores. On-demand podcasts are available via iHeartRadio. Live videos on Twitch, Periscope, and Facebook, and of course, selected editions will be at amfm247.com. 50-plus AMFM stations in the big network, including KFRK in Denver. Follow us on social media and find our daily videos on YouTube, cross-posted to Rumble, and broadcasting live on Roku via the AMFM 24-7 network each and every week. And the Jiggy Jaguar radio broadcast is brought to you by our fabulous, fabulous friends. Brand new GoFundMe campaign is available right now. Go over and check it out today. Susan Template and the family from the Netflix documentary, I Just Killed My Dad. They also had an interview with Susan, and it's available to watch on YouTube as well. Susan wanted to share her story after the Netflix documentary was aired last month. We want you to go over and check it out today. It is absolutely amazing. It is GoFund.me slash 843D. Seven six three one. Oh, that's right. Go over to g o f u n d dot m e slash eight four three d seven six three one. It is an incredible, incredible new campaign. Help Susan Temple and the family with their medical care. The Give medical them some of your hard money and tell them you heard about it here. On our big program. Okay. Let's go to Larry Tracy. He is going to join us here in just a few moments. Fantastic Larry Tracy will be with us. Here in just a few moments. He's going to be on my chinny chin chin. Or whatever. I don't know what it is. 
But I believe Hello, James. we have Larry Tracy with us. The fantastic Larry Tracy joins us here on our big broadcast. And before we get things going with Larry, uh, we have posted a article that he has written at uh, our website, JiggyJaguar.com, about uh, this uh, speaker uh, run and <laughs> some of these different things going on. Uh, Larry, talk to us a little bit about this article. Well, I sent it to a, a retired military email system that I'm on. It's run by a Marine who worked for me many years ago. And I've just been following this, uh, the drama of the House Speaker election. And I did some research, and there is no requirement that the Speaker be from the majority party. The entire oh, really? House votes on it. I'll say that again. Really? Yeah, yeah, there's no, it, it could be, it is, the entire House votes for it, and it's only people who are voting, and the word present doesn't count as a vote. So the, when this thing about the, he requires 218 votes, well, that's a majority of 435. Right now, because of the death of a uh, Democratic congressman in Virginia, it's actually 434. But that in itself is irrelevant. It's how many people actually vote. And those that vote present, which is basically saying I'm not taking a stand, that doesn't count as a vote. Now, if you look at this, McCarthy has 221 votes. And uh, the Democrats now have, uh, that would be... uh, Hakeem Jeffries would now have 213. So that would give uh, the speakership to McCarthy. But five people who I would count as sore losers, uh, led by uh, Biggs of Arizona, who, who I would personally prefer to be the speaker, but he lost in the vote of the Republican Party 188 to 31. So now he and four others are like the little kid who takes his marbles and goes home. He's acting in a rather petulant manner. They will vote present. That brings McCarthy's votes down to 216. That still gives McCarthy the win, 216 versus 213, because the Democrats are they're going to stay solidly with Jeffries. But... They've also said that there are a total of about 20 people who are opposed to McCarthy. Now, if they all would vote present, that brings McCarthy's total down to 201 and uh, 213 for the Democrats. So now we have the strange situation of of the Republicans being the majority party, and I would presume they get to name all of the... uh, chairman of the committees, I would think so anyway, but the Speaker of the House is a Democrat. <laughs> I mean, if, if if I was writing a novel and I put it on political and I did something like this, the publisher would probably say, no, nah, that's not realistic, that'll never happen. But it's happening right now. January 3rd, we could have a Democratic Speaker of the House with the Republicans being the majority party with 221 votes. Uh, The only saving grace that I saw in that memo that I thank you for posting it is that we have until January 3rd, and McCarthy can do some horse trading. Uh, Sane people like Newt Gingrich could get in on it and, and start twisting some arms and saying, do you realize what you're doing? 
because this could just take the the speaker as a powerful position, and if it's in the hands of the minority party, <laughs> I mean, as they say, you can't make this stuff up. So I hope that uh, common sense will prevail. I, I think I I titled it "Will Pi- Will Common Sense or Petulance Decide the Future of the uh, the House and the Republicans?" Uh, this is just very strange. But we have one month to see that sanity can return. We have got the fantastic Larry Tracy with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. So, Larry, bring us up to speed on uh, what you've heard about the things going on in Ukraine. Well, uh, the winter is uh, coming on there. There's been, uh, I, I looked at a video, a really tragic thing, of a Russian soldier holding a weapon to his chest and apparently trying to pull the trigger, but his hand was so cold. The next scene that the drone picked up on that was him laying inert, and an explosion took place nearby him, and he didn't move. So apparently he was successful in committing suicide. Uh, this is terrible. The, uh, the Russian soldiers are very poorly equipped. At least the Ukrainians are getting equipment from the, uh, the West, from the U.S. and the NATO countries. But uh, this, I think, is going to ground down. You're not going to have much of an infantry war, even though the Ukrainians say they're going to continue the offense. But what is really happening is uh, probably a shortage of artillery shells and and missiles on both sides. The Russians have now turned towards the North Koreans and the uh, Iranians uh, for these. This is sort of a shift. Back in the days when I was on active duty, the Soviet Union was the supplier of all the countries for that. And now they are the beggars going out to allies asking for that. And we're having a problem too because the Iranian, uh, the excuse me, the Ukrainians are just blasting artillery out all the time. There, it's something like fifteen thousand. No, excuse me, seven thousand rounds a day is being fired. The so the Russians are firing about uh, thirty-five to forty thousand rounds a day. So it's become an artillery war, and. Um, the the Russians are now using drones as sort of airborne forward observers uh, to increase the accuracy. They've got the drone going over, sends back the latitude, longitude, and they fire the uh, the artillery round. But they're running out, and uh, all the countries are. And where where this really started, James, was back in after 2009-11 in our term. Uh, we shifted all over uh, all the countries to a counter-guerrilla warfare, never thinking there'd be a traditional European warfare. And now it's going to take a lot there. They've got to get the production element up in the United States and all the other countries to produce the rounds. But that that's going to take a long time. So who knows? Maybe the war ends with everybody running out of ammunition. <laughs> that, may be, <laughs> that would be fantastic. That may be the uh, solution to the war. Uh, but uh, that, that's where it's going. And, and what the Russians are concentrating right now is destroying the power grid. They're, they're just terrible about that. They're, they're causing people to freeze. And it's a cold winter coming on over there. And, of course, the, the uh, European countries have made themselves dependent on Russian oil, which is something that Donald Trump warned them about, and they all laughed at that. Now it's going to come uh, true. So... Uh, what's going to happen in the next three months? Uh, 
December, January, February. It won't start to warm up a little bit until March. Who knows what's going to happen then? It's, it's going to be just a terrible period of time, and hopefully we can get the material over. But I'm concerned there's a, there's a growing feeling, almost bipartisan, but certainly with the Republicans, that, hey, aren't we putting too much money into Ukraine? Uh, I'm completely opposed to that idea. I think we've got the, the Russians on the back foot right now and should just go and continue to pound them away and send, send uh, as much as we possibly can of weapons, but not weapons that fire into Russia. I, I'm in that cautious view of that. I know that's sort of a, a defeatist attitude. You ought to go after your enemy where he's firing his missiles, but yes. that, that could precipitate it. And the one thing we have to always remember is the Soviets are a nuclear power with their missiles aimed at the United States. And we have to be very, very concerned about that, especially with a psychopath like Putin in charge. So things do not look bright on domestic or foreign affairs right now. Well, uh, an issue that uh, I it comes up every single year, and I just I absolutely hate it because of some of the things that that is snuck into it. But the uh, National Defense Authorization Act is yeah. going to be coming up for uh, renewal once again, and. The uh, Joe Manchin is wanting to add uh, some energy permitting bill. I'm assuming something that he's going to make money on. Uh, he wants to add this into this bill. And to counter this, the uh, progressives want to add in a $15 minimum wage requirement to the NDAA. Um, what, what, what do you think about all this, Larry? Well, then there's another element, too, and that is the Republicans are saying get rid of the vaccine mandate and perhaps call back these people that have been thrown out of the military because they refused on religious grounds to get vaccines. So you've got all, you've got three elements, the two you mentioned and the one that I mentioned, all going into that thing. The result's probably going to be a delay of, of some sort yeah. uh, on, on the bill being passed, and that has just terrible implications throughout the uh, the entire system then if that happens then we've got the debt limit coming up that always is an area which i've always wondered is that that important <laughs> to to reduce the debt or to keep a limit on it because we break it every year anyway uh, so as the use the old chinese expression james we live in interesting times yes yes indeed larry tracy with us today he joins us live here on our big broadcast. So w what are some other uh, news and notes that you have for well, us, my I, friend? I think we're, we're in that slowdown period now as we're um, after the Thanksgiving holidays and everything is going to be concentrated on, on what's happening domestically. Uh, you've got the Herschel Walker-Warnock race in Georgia, which will be next week. And while a lot of people think, well, that's not as important now because we didn't take the Senate, uh, it's still very important because if it's a 50-50 Senate with Herschel Walker winning, that means that the committees are equally divided. And you still have Kamal Harris uh, to break the vote. But then you've got the two Democratic senators, Joe Manchin, that you mentioned, and Kirsten Sinema, who uh, have been voting fairly good about going against the uh, the Democratic tide. 
So it's very important that Herschel Walker wins, and I'm glad to see Governor Kemp getting out there and working with him because he, he sort of kept Herschel at arm's length during the uh, elections on November 8th. And now he's uh, come out and campaigning very seriously with him, and and he'll be a far greater improvement than than having Warnock as a senator. And incidentally, I because a friend of mine put me on a Democratic mailing list, I get all the funding requests. And there's a, I noted a, a degree of almost desperation on the part of Warnock right now about sending money in. They want anything from $12 to $100 to be sent in. Uh, may I point out, I do not send anything to Warnock, <laughs> but I get to read. It's, it's almost like reading enemy's uh, communication on the battlefield. I get all these Democratic things coming in, and there's a, a bit of a desperation coming on there. They really want to get that 51-49 break in the Senate. But of, of the two houses, if we could only win one, I'm glad we won the House, because that's where... All the money bills come from, and we'll be able to stop that. Now, how it works, if Jeffries is the Speaker of the House, I don't know. I did some research on that. I could not find any time in our history where we had the Speaker of the House of, a, of the minority party. But we're now seeing history made. It is Larry Tracy. He joins us today here in our broadcast. So, Larry, before we let you go, how do people get your books and everything well, on, else that you've uh, got Amazon, going? Uh, just go to Amazon, type in Bring Home the Bacon. Uh, put the colon after that because the rest of the title is Become a Persuasive Leader with the Proven S3P3 System. You don't have to type all that out, but put the colon in there. Otherwise, you're going to get a book up on Garfield the Cat. <laughs> something about Bring <laughs> Home the awesome. Bacon. I don't want you getting that. That is awesome. So you do that, and then you can read and see. And it's a book on how to become persuasive. Very, very useful for people in business or any any place in life to be able to use their words to persuade others to do what they want to do. Fantastic. Well, Larry, I will talk to you next week. We have Dick Morris on uh, for the first 30 minutes of the show, and then we're going to wrap things up with Larry next week. So I will talk to you then, my friend, and uh, I will talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. Okay, we'll talk then. Appreciate it. There he goes. Fantastic. Larry Tracy with us today. We're going to take a brief time out. When we come back, we have got more coming up. It is your big broadcast. Coast to coast, border to border. There it is. Santa music. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy. Just one call. Tell us the deductible 
hospitals you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-991-7014. 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. And let Best MedCare do the work for you. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. A Jacuzzi Bath system fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. Right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom for a virtual or in-home appointment. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. 800-763-8517. How about a little jig in your DNA? This is the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Network. Jiggy Jaguar Radio Network. Jaguar Radio Network. Jaguar Radio Network. Jaguar Radio Network. You work hard to provide a better life for your family. The only problem is that you now have a tax bill that you can't afford to pay. The IRS is now threatening to garnish your wages and put a levy on your bank account. You can't ignore the IRS. They won't go away on their own. You need help. And you need it now. Give us a call now and we'll create a plan of action for you that we guarantee will work. Stop the harassing phone calls. Stop the threatening letters. Stop wage garnishments. Stop any bank levies. And most importantly, put an end to your tax nightmare once and for all. If you have a tax debt of $10,000 or more, call the tax pros at United Tax Fix today. Representatives are standing by to assist you. Call 800-678-7027. 800-678-7027. That's 800-678-7027. Call now. the big broadcast. We are live coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio today. AMFM247.com JiggyJaguar.com Welcome back to it. Thanks for being part of the big program. 50 plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world. And you can get in touch with us online at J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-U-A-R.com from the KJAG Radio Studios in downtown Hutchison, Kansas. 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, and 1 P.M. Mountain Standard, and 24-7 at J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-U-A-R.com on the TuneIn apps. Of course, our own app is available in both the app stores. On-demand podcasts are available via iHeartRadio. Live videos on Twitch, Periscope, and Facebook, and of course, selected editions will be at amfm247.com. 50-plus AMFM stations in the big network, including KFRK in Denver. Follow us on social media and find our daily videos on YouTube. Cross-posted to Rumble. 
and broadcasting live on Roku via the AM FM 24-7 network each and every week. And the Jiggy Jaguar radio broadcast is brought to you by our fabulous, fabulous friends. Brand new Kickstarter campaign over there. The crew. It's a non-woke sitcom. Situational, character-driven comedy of brothers trying to manage a TV set. And it's Hollywood elites as low-level employees. It is laugh-out-loud funny. Go over to K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search the crew. Non-woke sitcom. The elites are not going to like this. The non-wokeness is amazing. Go over. Check it out today. These folks are making some incredible things happen over there with the crew at K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Give them some of your hot or money today and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. <laughs> I got to get back to watch more of the crew. <laughs> I love that voiceover. It is the world famous Cheeky Jaguar radio broadcast. So we go to the great Sandra Lee. She joins us today here on our big, big program. And uh, next week we will be uh, we will have Sandra Lee on a little early as uh, me and her will be uh, or her and I, as they say, uh, will be interviewing the legendary Dick Morris. And we go to Sandra Lee. She joins us here on the telephone. Sandra, how are you, my friend? Sandra, can you hear us, my friend? I don't know if she can hear us. Let's see this. Sandra, can you hear us, my friend? Okay. Well, we don't have Sandra. So, let's do this. We're going to call her on the Skype line. Hang up with her and call her... On the Skype line. So, let's do that. Hello, this is Sandra Lee of Sandra Lee Enterprises. and We'll just call her... On the Skip Skype. Old Skype. There we are. Okay. Okay. We've got you. I don't know what happened. I was talking to you and you were gone, but we've got you, so it doesn't matter. Well, I'm glad you got me. I'm going to talk fast before I lose you. So, Sandra, tell Yes. I'm in Bowman, South Carolina. Okay. I'm in Bowman, South Carolina. I'm on my way from um, Isla del Sol at St. Pete Beach, Florida. And I'm going home to Ohio. I'll be back in Ohio tomorrow. So that maybe that maybe that's why I lost you because I'm traveling. You're on the road. So uh, I'm on the road. On the road again. So what what do you make of uh, this weird infighting between Trump and all the Republicans? <laughs> well, you know what it is. People want to succeed. They want to succeed. We have a lot of interesting Republicans who want to run for president and for high places in high office. And Trump 
you know, Trump is an interesting Trump card because you're not going to outshine him. On the other hand, there are a lot of pluses and minuses to bring to the table. People love Donald Trump, but there are other people in the running right now who want in. Now, of course, the favorite second is Ron DeSantis. I was in Florida for two months. I have a home in Florida and a home in Ohio. Yes. Both very Republican states now. Let me tell you something. People in Florida don't just like Ron DeSantis. They love him. They love him. People who love Donald Trump don't just like him. They love him. Now, Donald Trump is more of an international figure than Ron DeSantis is. And some of the other people who are interested in running aren't going to come close to Trump or DeSantis. Those are the two who have a shot. Trump, a bigger shot than DeSantis. I'll tell you what my theory is. You tell me if you agree. First of all, I want everybody to know that I love Donald Trump. I've written two books about Donald Trump. The first one, Dear Donald, Letters from a Loving Deplorable, that's me. And the second one, I'm going to restart this car, so don't you go away. Uh, <laughs> she's on the road, kids. Are you there? Yes, we've still got you, my friend. We've okay. still got you. Yeah, because, you know, I'm in the car. I'm driving from Florida to uh, Ohio. Okay, so this, the second book that I wrote was Dear Donald, Four More Years. And you know what? He isn't in the White House four more years, but boy, is he ever present for these four more years. He is the boss of the Republican Party. And then my third book is Dear Donald, A Rainbow in a Winter Sky. I don't think Ron DeSantis can beat Donald Trump, but I'll tell you what Ron DeSantis should do, in my opinion. I think Dear Donald should stop criticizing Ron, because, you know, that's Donald's way of He's having fun, and he shoots down the competition. And I think he needs to change his strategy with Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is a gentleman and very much loved by the people who know him and very capable and should be president one day. It's a little stone for him, but I think Trump should embrace him, and they should be partners, really partners. Don't belittle him. Train him in every way that you know possible and learn from him because he's an interesting guy, very interesting guy. So that's my opinion about dear Donald and Ron DeSantis. <laughs> and you know what we can do? Here's what I think we can do. I think we can vote early if possible. We all need to learn. You know, Republicans don't have this game under control the way Democrats do in terms of Early voting, early voting, early voting. Wherever possible, do early voting. We must clean up the um, discrepancies in voting. What went on in Arizona was utterly disgusting. The way they, they absolutely destroyed the honesty in that election, as far as I'm concerned. All those polls were being... Um, Infected, You know, the machines in, in Republican places were not working. What do you think? That was an accident? <laughs> that was a plot. That was a plot. And people are not that stupid. And, and I was very, very concerned about what went on there. 
very concerned about it. And I was very much in favor of the Republican candidate in Arizona. She was really darling and smart and should have won and probably did win. In my opinion, she did win. She's fighting to have this redone. And I think she's very brave to do that. There are other women. Um, Carrie Lake in Arizona, who is just stunning, stunning, and should have won and probably did win, win in my opinion. But there are other interesting women who are interested in running. Trump needs to look at them. But I honestly think DeSantis is his best bet. I don't want to see them fighting. I want to see them working together. Now, remember, Trump fights back. Trump is impervious. You knock him down, he gets up. He's a fighter. DeSantis fights in a different way. DeSantis is a knight. Trump can be a bully. So the two of them need to learn from one another and benefit from one another. You know, I love Trump. As far as I'm concerned, his style is just fine with me. And I his am style is gracious, just fine with me. I'm a gracious lady. You know I am. But, but Trump does not offend me with his style. I accept him as he is. He is tireless. The energy at rally after rally is utterly stunning. The determination that he has is unbelievable. He is not as young as DeSantis. He's probably more in the Biden category where age is concerned, but he's way younger than Biden in spirit, in physical strength, and in intellect. Trump's spiritual side is transformed. He is a different man. He's a born again. You know what I mean? And he is saved. And that's just not a joke. That's the real thing. Well, His well, Sandra, we're we're up against the clock here, my friend. Before we let you go, how do we uh, get your books and everything else? Well, you know, you've got to get them from Barnes and Noble. You've got to get them from Barnes and Noble, and I hope you will. And I hope you look forward to our gathering with Dick Morris, because boy, am I going to talk his head off and I'm going to ask you every question. Hey, that's that's the plan. That is the plan. I want to ask that man questions. And we will will do that next Thursday. Safe travels, my friend, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Thank you, Sandra. Always enjoy talking to you. Appreciate it, my friend. There she goes. That is the great Sandra Lee. She joins us this week here on our big program. And thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.